And we're recording. Fever Talk. Fever Talk. It's the closest thing we have to an intro <laughs> yeah, music song Yeah, that's pretty thing. good. Um, so, we've, there's been something we've been talking about pretty much all day. I'm going to so. let you lead it today. Okay. Because I feel like you should lead it. Okay. As opposed to, like, the dude talking straight all mostly right. about this. Okay. So, um, this story broke, I guess, this morning or late last night about Aziz Ansari. Mm. And a, a very unfortunate sexual encounter that yeah. makes him look like uh, at least a bit of an asshole at the very at the least. Ve- at the very least an asshole. At the very least. And gross and yeah. also like lame. Well, definitely lame. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I guess we should say that there will probably be some explicit sexual content in this conversation. Yeah, and we'll be talking a lot about like something that was uh, very much like... Uh, has been described by the person that this happened to as a sexual assault. So, you know, if you're uncomfortable with hearing us talking about those sort of subjects, by all means, you know, tune off. We won't, you know, be insulted by that. Uh, But, yeah, it was something that, basically, you read it to me this morning when I woke up, the story. Because it was (laughs) an article written in babe.com. Babe.com. About it. Yeah, so my, my friend posted it, and I read it right away. And it just, first of all, just super disappointing to be hearing this about him, who seems so progressive so in tune with what's right and what's going on he had that whole storyline in the second season of master of none about that that actor or I that, can't, that i can't remember his name but yeah the, the chef bobby uh, cannavales is the actor's I think name that's it. Like yeah, that. I think yeah that's so it, yeah. he played that chef who seems really cool at first and then he finds out that he had a habit of like groping women and being gross and then here's something funny though i never yeah. i never felt like he seemed cool no i always thought he seemed like a bit of a dick as well yeah, yeah. so when i read when i read that piece about how that was supposed to show someone who is liked that can be an asshole i was kind of like I, I he never seemed likable to me but yeah. all right yeah um and so it's really disappointing to hear this, the, to, first to see, oh shit, okay, now what did he do? And then to read the story. But to me, the story is has definitely shades of gray in it. Uh, from what I hear, I personally don't think it can be classified as a sexual assault. I understand that the woman who it happened to feels awful, feels extremely violated and horrible and disrespected, and I think she was disrespected for sure. Yeah. Um, But, you know, analyzing it from what his point of view could be, we think it's not so clear what happened or well that was and that's like we have literally been talking about this thing for four hours now and actually close to five yeah um and a lot of that has just been about how kind of confusing the whole situation was absolutely so i think it speaks a lot to the sexual politics of our time in a lot of different ways and the first thing about that that jumped out to me was what is consent and it's this idea that that we need to start thinking of consent as the presence of an enthusiastic and resounding yes and yeah. not the absence of a no. And so by those standards, he didn't have consent because there yes. was no enthusiastic yes. But there also wasn't, uh, wasn't really a no. And well, there was a yes to a lot of things. Well, that was, that, and, that, and that's, again, is, is a And pro- also they didn't have sex. They didn't have sex. Yeah. No, they didn't have sex. Yeah. Um, and that and that is the thing about I, I guess because it's it's a real it's because compared to all the other sexual assault stories that we've heard, this is the first kind of story that really highlights the fucked up 
um, cultural ideas that we have around sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, it's, this is a, highlighting it because Anziz Ansari did a bunch of things wrong. And he did, he crossed a, he crossed a number of lines and he did a lot of really stupid things. But unfortunately, because of the way society, uh, in a number of ways and culture in a number of ways, makes men believe sex or what it's about or how you do it and Mm. all that kind of stuff. Um, I'd say there are very few men out there who don't recognize something that, is in this story that they've themselves done in the past. Yeah, and I think it's really important to have this conversation and not to just automatically demonize him or anyone who behaves this way because I, I think, like, let's let's educate, let's talk about it. So, I mean, his first... So, from... Sorry. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, actually, and, and him of all people, I believe, actually probably did learn a lot from this situation because I, so. I think he is the type of guy who... Because we, we'll, we'll talk... We, we don't want to get too pedantic about what happened happens because when you do that sometimes it does sound like you're like you're you're blaming her for being in that situation when the blame is on him but uh, at the same time um we're gonna have to pick this apart a little bit to Mm -hmm. show to show where the the Mm -hmm. misgivings are in what is supposed to happen and what isn't supposed to happen yeah exactly so to start at the beginning pretty much you know they met at an emmy's after party then they started texting then they set a date okay so start at the beginning he's 34 she's 22 i think that's a big difference i think that's a big age difference in what your life experience is oh very much so yeah so so 12 years is a lot it is that's that's twice our age difference. yeah exactly you know and i think you're the limit of my age difference yeah you know what i mean like yeah I, i would find it like i i've only dated like one person who was like a bigger age difference than me and you and it was, yeah. that was by a year or two and that felt that that gave me like a well that's way too much <laughs> um you know and so uh yeah so this is yeah anyway that's besides the point yeah yeah and it, and 22 to 34 as well you know because 22 you're like right out of college nobody you knows nobody knows shit life, when they're 22 you know? everyone is a fucking yeah. moron at 22 i don't care who you are and no. how street wise you think you are <laughs> everyone's a fucking moron at 22 yeah and so 28 to 40 okay maybe but 22 to 34 it's a big difference and that's just one thing and so step one is what their expectations were going on this date and i think this we've talked a lot about this and what this says about sexual politics as well I'm of the belief, and I probably will be making a lot of generalizations about straight men and straight women in this conversation, but I am of the belief that usually when women go on a date, and I think this girl in particular, they are looking to start something, usually a relationship. And men, I think a lot of times, are would be really happy just to get sex. And I think that the way that he treated her is clear that the purpose of this date for him was to get laid. Yeah. And I think the purpose of this date for her was to get to know him and maybe keep seeing him and maybe start a relationship. Yeah, he thought he was meeting up with a girl who he could probably have sex with that night. Right. Which is ignorant in the first place. And already that assumption is something that I dislike. Yeah, but as I've I've had a lot of conversations with you since we've met about that idea because unfortunately, you know, guys are led to believe that there is a reasonably large portion of women out there who are comfortable with that idea mm-hmm. and who are into that idea. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 you know, you can, anyone can comment and disagree with me on this. 
I think that in this current culture, it is way overblown how many women are actually into that. I think that we have modeled the sexual freedom of the sexual revolution on what what the male sexual experience is rather than the female sexual experience. I think we do experience sex very differently. I think in general, men a lot of times are happy to have sex with someone they find attractive. And that's pretty much all the it's requirements. A, it's, it's, a, it's a fun time <laughs> like and it's good. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I think women often to really want to have sex with someone need a little bit more than that. I think they need to like the person. I think they need to trust the person. I think it takes a little bit more. And that's part of this whole problem too, is that the idea of being, and I used the word seduced before when we were talking to our housemate, Leanne, and she wasn't crazy about that idea, but I don't really know how else to put it. I, I think that seduction has gone out of style, that men don't think they need to seduce women anymore. And, and women don't, think that men need to seduce them no, we're, or woo we're, them. We're taught that we have to seduce women. No, we are very much taught that we have to seduce women. But we're taught mm. it we're taught it with the wrong understanding yes. of it. Yes, 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 yes. We're yes. taught it that we like we, we we're taught it in a way that we almost have to trick women right. <laughs> right. into uh, wanting to have sex with us. Right. Because it's that idea because we're we're taught that women don't want sex. Right. And that's and that's where the sexual this is where I argue with you before about the sexual revolution is the ex because that's supposed it's supposed to talk about the idea of women can enjoy sex and should enjoy sex. Right. And should be free to enjoy in any way they want to and they should and but the but the but the situation is is that men don't understand the ways that they that, want that to they have want sex. sex exactly and, and what they get out of it and how to get the most out of it yes like exactly that. so of course of course women want sex i just think that women are more discerning than men about who they want sex with i think that's yes. a big difference well i mean it's but it's a and that's something that you know some guys know more than others but it should become obvious when you realize well if I had to pick someone to put something in my butthole <laughs> I would be very very careful about who I let do that like a, tra- a trained professional more often than not but right like, you especially know. if your colon could get pregnant well yeah and that too yeah. like, but, it, but it's just such a much more invasive thing to have someone enter you than yeah. it is to enter somebody else. Well, yeah, and not just that, but also, you know, there's thousands and thousands of years of biology that have made us the way that we are, and there's women are, are have a lot more to lose from a sexual encounter than men do. Yeah, well, it, you know, but it, but that's kind of that's a, that's the, these are asides, I guess, is really the the main the 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 point is is that no, no I don't well I don't necessarily think they are because I think it's I think a lot of this story speaks to how little female sexuality is understood well yeah and respected I, in our culture so that's true. why I do this think it's true. important so they start off with different expectations he thinks oh great we're gonna have dinner and have sex and she thinks okay cool I met we're, someone yeah we're gonna have dinner and drinks and and you know maybe make out a little bit yeah like yeah but so they they go to his place, they have some drinks, they go for dinner, and they quickly go back from dinner to his apartment. And in his mind, the fact that this is all going smoothly right. is a sure sign that she's down to fuck. Right. Um, and unfortunately, that wasn't the case. No, and and we talked a little bit before about like the idea of like, oh, going back to someone's apartment with them, like what, you know, a guy is going to take that as... Oh, she's DTF. Whereas as a woman, 
absolutely not. Like, I might want to go to your apartment with you to um, hang out with you, to um, have a conversation, to uh, get well, to know you better. If, if we're on a, if we're on a date, yeah, <laughs> I would my see my thing is if I was on a date and I wanted to come just talk to somebody, get to know them, I would take them to a quiet pub and do it there. Because I would think in my head, because again, these are the, these are the cues that you're kind of taught growing yeah. up. That if she comes back to your apartment, she's coming back to at the very least, like you know, some heavy making out and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're going to somewhere yes, private. Yes, totally, totally. And may and and there's, I mean, definitely the possibility with a lot of women, I think, that you could totally want that but not want sex that you could say, all right, first yeah. night we met and I like you and I'm attracted to you and I want to make out in a way that would not be appropriate in public, but that's actually all I want. Well, here's, but here's the thing as well. So here's another weird cue that you get from that. So if, if, you know, for example, if I'm tr- bringing you back to my place mm-hmm. and I am open to the idea, obviously that like you, you may not want to have sex, but most likely we're probably going to make out at the very mm-hmm. minimum. But the the thing that you're kind of... I don't know if it's necessarily even that you're taught to do. Maybe it's instinctual to a certain extent. Mm. But you're going to see how far you want to go. Right. You're going to basically, like, test your boundaries. And you're going to hope that... You're going to hope that you're looking to go all the way. Yeah. But you're open to the idea that you're maybe... If you're a decent human being, you're open to the idea that, like, okay, you may yeah. not want to go all the way, but I want to find out how far you want to go. And this and this is a story of a man doing just that. This is yeah. a story of a man being kind of tone deaf, not getting a lot of cues coming from her, not looking for enthusiastic consent, and seeing how far he could get. Now, he didn't... I mean, is it... Can we say he did anything that he didn't have consent to do? Um, probably maybe like the, the mouth claw thing that he was doing. Oh. So for anybody who hasn't read the article, and, and, and I would say, I would suggest to you if you haven't read the article, please go read the article and, and listen oh, yeah. to the podcast. And first of all, this poor boy has no game. He's, oh my God. <laughs> so he's doing this thing and this is the thing I was explaining to Darcy because Darcy Ooh. had never heard of this before Ooh. and I was like, I've kind of seen it in porn Ew. and stuff like that where Aziz was taking his two fingers, putting it in the girl's mouth and then going straight from her mouth to her vagina with those two fingers. And just doing it again and again. And he kept apparently poking did, holes and poking other holes. Yeah, and, apparently he just kept doing this over and over again. This was his favorite hot meal. <laughs> um, like, this is more embarrassing than anything. It is. Like, it is embarrassing for him. Uh, but yeah, I would say, like, she, she, she talks specifically about that quite a bit in the article. So I would say that was probably something that really had no consent and yes, and also that he was like chasing her around the apartment doing this to her. I'm, and I'm using the word chasing kind of facetiously, but she said at one point that she kept moving away and then he kept like coming back at her like with yeah. her claw. But be, bear in mind, so okay, so we jumped ahead slightly. So when they went back to the apartment, yeah, um, they started making out. Uh, he undressed her and undressed himself. Um, and then they basically like gave each other head for a brief moment. Yes. Like she says, within a 10 minute period of going back to the house, they're making out, they're going down on each other. And so he's just like, hey, let's go do it. And like, right. he does that in a way, which is really gross. Cause he says like, where do you want where me to fuck? Where do you want me to fuck you? <laughs> yeah. Which is really gross. Assuming that she wants him to, to fuck her. Yeah. But also you can understand from his point of view at this point, why he would think that she wanted to. Or at least, like, that she might be down That to she do might be down. Yeah. But also, let's just talk about already w- what's not good about this. So, 
seduction is important and that's not very to go for, for most women okay maybe not for all women but for most women to go that quickly through things just bop 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 hitting this one going down 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 doing yeah. this not sexy maybe, maybe if you've been together for a year or two yeah. you, can, you, can, you can do and the you highlight reel and you just one out, but like yeah. no <laughs> no that's not sexy and it's very it's, it's, it's very entitled that he thinks and it's just maybe just ignorant that he thinks that he's gonna like really turn a woman on that quickly but but then once again like as women we can ask for things and and say like yeah and unfortunately because she's quite young she probably yeah. wouldn't have the confidence or the know-how even right. to be really kind of forthright in this sort of situation like she's a 22 year old girl who's with a famous celebrity yes you know who she met at an awards show yeah like you know she that, that can be quite like you know not intimidating because Aziz and Zaria wouldn't say is a very intimidating no, but guy it is but intimidating like, in a sense it's not it's it is intimidating in a sense I think definitely because he has a kind of status over her but this is a lot of what um cat person that story that went viral speaks to as well like women are performing sexual acts out of politeness essentially and this is a problem like I I and I do think that there's a cultural expectation on women to do these things but also you don't have to and yeah and that's the thing and this is something i've always preached i wish i wish girls were stronger about that because the problem is guys don't know this they don't know that yeah. girls are just sometimes giving head to be polite. <laughs> right, because a guy wouldn't really give head to be polite now, would no. he? No. If, yeah. if I didn't want to put my face in the vagina, I wouldn't put my face in the vagina. I'd be like, nah, love. Um, and, that, and, that's the, and, and that's the thing, because men live, and we were talking about this earlier today, we, men live such this entitled life of where we can kind of do what we want to and we can have the confidence to say when we don't want to do something yeah. that we don't necessarily understand when women don't have that feeling and don't feel like they can speak up in that way because yeah. we're never we're never told as men that we can speak up in that way right um, and that's why it is like you know and that even outside of this particular story that we're, we're talking about this you see a lot of pushback for men in a lot of feminist issues because you know, they feel like they can speak up about how they feel about everything and don't necessarily realize that, like, no, your feelings on this matter as a man do not count. <laughs> and we, but we're, we don't understand that. And we're like, well, well, but I don't agree with this and I don't agree with that. So, you know, women are crazy. Like, that, and that's kind of that thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they were naked and they had done this sort of stuff. And then she basically said to him, I can't remember exact phrasing, you might have written it down. Um, where she's kind of like, I don't want to go this fast. Uh, I'm not comfortable. Like, you know, and she's like, basically says like, maybe on a sec, on our second date. Yeah. So, yeah. So this was, I think this was when he was saying, where do you want me to fuck you? Where do you want me to fuck you? Where do you want me to fuck you? Yeah. And she like, didn't know how to answer that. So instead she kind of said like, maybe next time. And then he was like, oh, our second date. He's like, well, if I get you another glass of wine, is this our second date? Yeah. He thinks he's being like smooth and funny. And you said that you can sort of relate. You said that you can see yourself pulling a line like that. I mean, this is the problem. Like, like, I have to be honest, like, I have done similar stuff to this in the past, and it's not cool, and I look back on it, and I'm like, Jesus, I was gross at, like, you know, earlier points in my life, mm. um, and, and a lot of it comes from ignorance, because, mm-hmm. you know, people have said, like, this guy sees himself as a feminist, and he sees himself as a guy who understands about consent and stuff like that, Yeah. and even reading this story, I can see moments where I can tell he thinks he's checking for consent 
and I can tell that he's actually like listening to her and pulling back but thinks like okay well maybe if I just approach her from a different angle she'll be more comfortable yeah not understanding that he should have just left it and let her lead the way exactly um so he, and that is really what he should have done yeah yeah and like how I, I want to say and maybe you'll have an answer for this like I want but once again I think it's I think a lot of things are different for men and women if I was in a situation where I felt like I had to continuously be working for or convincing someone to have sex with me, that wouldn't feel very good. Like, no. how is it cool to not have that enthusiastic consent? Like, how does that make... How could that make someone feel good? Like... This is, this is where, unfortunately, the grey line comes in. Because... If I, if I didn't think the girl was attracted to me... Yeah. I wouldn't be doing any of that stuff. Right. But he did have reason to believe at this point that she was attracted to him. Yeah. So yeah. he was under the impression that she liked him. Yeah. Um, and she had kind of said, like, I don't want to have sex this soon. Like, uh, maybe right. the next date will yeah. do it. So he's like, okay, she's attracted to me. She's sexually attracted to me because we're naked and we're doing other stuff. She just doesn't want to have sex yet. Right. So that's when the... This is when the stupid brain kicks in. Yeah. And goes like, well, maybe I can make her more comfortable and make her into being okay with doing it tonight rather yeah. than waiting till next time. Yeah. And, you know, and unfortunately, like, guys are taught this shit. And, like, movies and everything fucking else contributes to this sort of problem. But it's like, you know, you think that you have to, like, this idea of, like, the coy woman of, like, you know, oh, I, poss I, I, I couldn't possibly. Right. And then, like, you know, like, but hey, check out this hot move. And she's like, oh, I can't resist you. Right. And I was saying before, we were talking about this this morning, that I think it's kind of bullshit, this idea that women are, like, playing coy all the time and pretending that, like, they don't want sex as much as they really want. If anything, I think the opposite is true in our culture and that women pretend to or actually perform sexual acts that yeah, they really don't it. want to. Yeah. So, like, that's bullshit. And the, the thing about, like, seducing a woman, like, really, what the kind that I'm advocating for is it takes fucking time. Like, put the work in. Like, I'm well, sure this sounds very old-fashioned to some people but like make it like make a connection take some time like figure figure her out pay attention to her but here's the here's the thing don't the... claw her with your nasty little <laughs> fingers and like pointing to your penis and yeah we haven't gotten to that point yeah yet. we haven't gotten to that part but yeah so but this is again even with the word that you use which is like kind of like uh seducing and stuff like yeah. that if you say seduce to a guy like what do you think that means They'll explain to you things that sounds like you're tricking her. Yeah. Like you gotta do, you gotta do yeah. these like certain moves and acts to unlock this like you know secret code to a woman to make her open her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> and and so it's not even. So I think seducing is the wrong idea. Yeah. I, th I think it's getting her to trust you. Yes. And to uh, to feel comfortable with you that you're not going to be an asshole and run after it happens. You yeah. Know? And I guess it's hard for me to. To know what what the kind of code should be in this kind of situation because casual sex is nothing I've ever wanted or engaged in so it's hard for me to know like what would be the right way because I'm like well you have to like date for a couple months you have to get like, married yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I, I don't like I, I actually don't really know what the code should be um, but so then after the, after that point she went to she, he poured her the glass of wine ha 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 second date and then she went to the bathroom and she was very she was very very distressed very distressed 
distressed, but maybe right. he couldn't tell. But she, when she came out of the bathroom, he said, are you okay? Yeah, so again, this is where, you know, a guy who thinks he's doing better as far as being, like, woke, so to yeah. speak, <laughs> uh, and being aware of feminist stuff, like, he thinks, like, oh, I'm checking on her, I'm making sure she's comfortable. And unfortunately, and this is where, like, again, I'm, I'm really trying not to be victim-blaming because this is a situation where he basically misread everything Mm -hmm. but unfortunately you sometimes when an answer isn't clear it it is guys are stupid yes and (laughs) we really have to be told we have to be told in clear uncertain terms um you know and obviously there are better men out there who would have picked up on this but this is another thing we talked about today is this women are more socially competent than men and women are better at reading cues and reading minds and so we project that onto men and it's not really true like you need to be a little bit clearer with them there's a there's a there's a sequence of tweets from a from a guy who who kind of talks about kind of like sexuality and stuff a lot and i'll get to that towards the end but he and i I might read a lot of it out but he talks about how guys aren't really taught empathy yeah. at the same sort of level that women are taught mm-hmm. it and we're not taught to you know see another person's point of view because we're told to like you know to hide our feelings mm-hmm. a lot and so we don't pick up on other people's feelings very well because most of our uh, emotional lessons in life are more about like containing yourself uh, Awful. Yeah, oh. you know. Oh, it makes me so sad just to hear that containing your. Oh. So yeah, it's it's just like it's a weird thing. So you yeah. know, un- unfortunately, like he he should have picked up on what was going yes. on, but he didn't. And so when he asked the question, he really needed a clear answer. <laughs> yeah. And what was it? What was so the, the answer that in? she said was. Um, I don't want to feel forced because then I'll hate you, and I'd rather not hate you. Right, so he's thinking I'm pushing too hard. Yeah, because that's if, force. If you yeah, if you hear that, yeah. I'm forcing the issue. Right, I'm forcing this. So let let chill out. So that's and once again, what we're talking about forcing is sex, is yeah. penis and vagina sex. Okay, yeah. like not head. You know, because that came freely to a certain because that degree. came freely. Okay, yeah. and let's be clear too, they never had. Sex. They never had sex. They didn't have sex. Yeah. So that's that's the thing that... Because remember, the conversation before this moment was, when are we going to do it? Where do you want to do it? Right. So then, you know, that. And so then he was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, it's not. It's only fun if we're, we're both having fun or something Yeah, he literally like said that. the words, it's only fun if we're both yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. And so then they sat down on the couch to, quote unquote, chill. And um, that's Go. when he pulled the super hot move, pointing at his wiener. Yeah, he's just like, hey, hey, pointing at my dick. You, you wanna, <laughs> you wanna suggy suggy. And uh, then yeah. she did. And that's and that's the thing because so and again I'm I I'm not trying to make excuses at any point for Aziz in this, but I'm trying to explain why guys because everyone talks about why they're just so disappointed a guy who seemed quite aware of feminist stuff yeah how he could do this and I'm I'm basically trying to explain how guys get themselves in this sort of position right and how this how their two perspectives on the situation could be so completely different so yeah why like why did why the fuck did this happen like Like, I don't think he realized how much he was hurting her and how distressed he was and and you could say you know maybe he chose to ignore it and that's really fucked up but I, I think it's quite possible that he didn't realize and the other thing we were saying is is where men and women, Mars and Venus, which 
that guy mentioned, we are projecting things onto each other and we're assuming that the other one feels the same. So one of the things I pointed out was like, if she like ca- came over and like pointed to her vagina, like, and was like, go to town, he would probably like be, be down. About it. He like, would have done that. Yeah. He'd be like, well, yeah. Yeah. He would have done it happily where she yeah. did it sadly, but she still did it. Yeah. And this is, this is the stupid thing because like he thought, okay, so, you know, things moved quickly and she ran off and she came back out and she looked up a bit upset and I asked her how she was and she says like, I don't want to like force this like thing. And he understood that as like, I don't want to force sex. Right. So he was like, okay, so I'm going to go back to doing the thing before I tried done. to have sex. Yeah. And cause she was probably more comfortable with that. Right. And so when that happened, he thought, okay, we're back in a good zone. Right. Now, of course, being a stupid guy who's trying to get laid the whole time, he's also thinking like, okay, well, maybe now that she's relaxed a little bit and we've been having fun naked, they're still naked at this point, having fun, like doing other stuff, maybe she'd be more comfortable with, you know, having sex. Maybe I just moved too fast before. So maybe now, you know, she'll be more comfortable. And of course she wasn't. Yes. And that, and that's, I think the dumbest thing of him at that point to then try to push sex again which yeah, he did and, and that was Definitely. that's probably the worst part of this for me um because then they describe it and then he's like hey i want to show you something and what he shows her is a mirror in his bedroom and he bends her over in front which of which is real like just in, in hindsight i didn't even think about this like he's got this big mirror in his bedroom Ew. that like he's bringing her in front of like so yeah he's probably watches himself doing it sometimes Ew. like he's, yeah it's probably really yeah. gross so, like, apparently he got behind her, and I just love the word that they chose to use here, and he pantomimed having sex with her. Yeah. Uh, which is just just so silly and so fitting. So, and I think that's when, like, I think once again she said, like, no, I don't want to have sex. And then he was like, well, let's chill with our clothes on. They put their clothes on. They watch Seinfeld. Yeah, because, again, his thinking is, like, okay, she, like, I've definitely, this is not happening. Yeah. So we'll put our clothes back on so that I'm not thinking about having sex the whole time yeah and they literally sit down to watch an episode of Seinfeld yeah. so he thinks like okay cool I'm gonna take it back another step right and so he tries to make out with her again so he's thinking like okay no to sex no to maybe doing nakedy stuff let's just go back <laughs> to making out yeah and again she's kind of like and no. that's that's when she said it all kind of sunk in for her how violated she felt and how yeah. bad she felt and that's when she pretty much left. And I should I should also point out that the whole time from beginning to end of this experience, apparently he's grabbing her hand and putting it on his penis. Yeah. Like trying to get her to like, yeah. yeah trying which to get is just, her to do that's stuff. not a cool move. I, it's not like, a cool that's move. That's not a cool move. Yeah. Ew. And also as well, like she says how she goes, you know, limp at certain points. Like she doesn't kiss him back. She makes her mouth yeah. go limp and stuff like yeah. that. These are cues that he really should pick up on. Like yes. this is... These are these are inexcusable cues, really. Yeah. And this is this is why like he is completely in the blame. Like, you know, he and he's is. completely in the wrong and he definitely did very gross, awful things. And then what I thought was very cool that she did was that she texted him like a day the next or so morning. later, yeah, kinda yeah. just saying, Let me explain to you what was wrong with your behavior. Well that's he he did message her saying, like, you know, uh Oh, he said like, Oh, I had a fun time, like something yeah, about cameras. Like, like so he was still kind of oblivious how badly this yeah. went and then like the she said to him like this was a really awful night like and yeah. now I hope you recognize this and, and this happened. I think that's awesome that she did that and, and I think uh, yeah, yeah I fucking love that she did that and he wrote back like oh shit I'm really sorry to hear about that yeah. like I misread, I misread a lot of everything that went happened and I 
I think that's genuine. I think this is a case of someone being completely clueless mm-hmm. from a very position of, of uh, a, very, uh, a strong position of power and, uh, you know, in the dichotomy, or not the dichotomy, the, 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 the construction of their relationship because, yeah. like, he's this powerful guy in Hollywood or whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, he's... He's stepping on, like, you know, he's like a Godzilla. He's, like, trampling the city and not realizing he's doing it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this is a huge learning experience, not just for him. And I, I hope he does learn from this. And I, I, I have really a, hope so. And I have a little bit of faith that he will. I really hope um, so. But I, I think it's a huge learning experience for everybody else. Yes. Because, you know, this was something that I think, you know, you're going to see a lot of people argue about, like, you know, what What are the lines here and what are the things? And, and again, he he stepped over lines a, a, a bunch of times. But unfortunately, these are think, I think these are lines that men commonly yeah. and obliviously, obliviously step over. That it's not, and it's not, yeah, absolutely, that it's not malicious and that... <sighs> Yeah, they they don't realize how bad what they're doing is. They just don't. They just don't. And we, that's I, the it, point is we need to have the conversations to make them realize. And that's why I think it was so, so great of her to tell him. And we we need to talk more about the female perspective. That's why Cat Person, I think, struck such a chord. Like, we need to talk yeah. about this female perspective. Yeah, definitely. And I think and I think the, the conversation needs to be had w- with men so much because uh so yeah i'm gonna read i'm gonna read because we're getting close to wrapping up so i'm gonna i'm gonna end on um dr nerd love dr nerd love so Mm -hmm. yeah there was a guy who posted a thread and he this is kind of his thing he talks about you know from a nerd's point of view sex and and love and stuff like that um but uh he tweeted these things i'm gonna read a bit about it because i think it, it strikes to uh what needs to change um, so, been reading the stuff about Aziz and Zari, and here's something that comes uh, back to me, uh, keeps coming back to me, I should say. How very, very fucked up the lessons men get about sex are. Now, I'm not talking about him specifically, I mean generally. Mm. Literally everything men are taught tends to come down to, you'll know, so just roll with it. Ugh. How are you supposed to know if she really means it when she says no? Don't worry, you'll know roll with it and that's what we're taught and uh, combine that with women are so hard to understand uh, memes and you get people even people who should know better reading things wrong so we get to a point where men have been taught a women don't like sex b women are hard to understand and c you'll instinctively know when they really or what they really mean uh, and it really doesn't help that men are taught them to never question, never show weakness, that they should be able to read minds like goddamn Charles Xavier. So what happened? Char- Charles Xavier is from the <laughs> X-Men. He's like okay. the, the most powerful mind reader on okay. the planet. Okay. So, uh, so what happens? Uh, you get guys who think that they're getting mixed signals and a lot of dickful things uh, and dick, dickful, dick, thinking. Dick, dickful thinking. I like that. Yeah, a lot of dickful thinking. Uh, and decide to err on the side of BJ's. A lot of this quote unquote no weakness, no uncertainty ties into part of why so many guys don't like asking for consent. If you admit uh, you aren't sure, you're less of a man. Uh, and he says in, in parentheses here, I mean, they're also assholes who think that you don't ask. If you don't ask, they can't say no, but that's a different mm. fucked up issue entirely. Um, and it really doesn't help that we treat emotional and social fluency as a given. Uh, but when you're taught to be disconnected from your emotions, you can't understand those emotions in other people. Uh, so here are 
so here we are. Uh, dudes whose emotional fluency tends to focus around things like anger, not excitement or eagerness. Mm. Guys who've basically been taught to not recognize the difference between reluctant agreement and enthusiastic agreement. Mm. Uh, guys who are taught that sex is for men, that women don't like sex and need to be encouraged. Guys who are taught that they can't understand women because Mars Venus bullshit. And guys who are taught not to be weak, uh, to not show weakness and to always be confident and cocksure. And now they're in a situation they think is ambiguous. She didn't leave, she didn't slap him, she didn't force his hand away, she couldn't have been that bothered by it, that's a quote. Uh, except, you know, all the ways she said, stop, I'm uncomfortable, not now. Uh, so take all the ways that even good, well-meaning men have been trained, and yeah, there's that hearing all those no's and thinking, okay, well maybe she just needs to be turned on more. And there's a lot of, well, I'm a good guy, it can't be that bad. Kind of like how nerds still define themselves as the oppressed underdog despite reality. Mm. I'm a good guy. She should know she's safe with me. Yeah, well. Uh, long story short, part of the problem is how badly we're failing boys in the way we teach about, well, pretty much how to human. <laughs> it becomes systematic. This is how I was taught and it worked out great for me. Uh, reinforce these ideas over and over again in media. Uh, teach boys overtly and covertly that they should always be right and if they aren't just plow ahead anyway <sighs> then stand back and be horrified when those same boys do something to our daughters and suddenly have that moment of blinding insight no it shouldn't require having it happen to someone you care about to trigger your empathy but sometimes you just don't see it until you get smacked upside the head and let me tell you from experience when you grow up with this this shit is hard to root out uh, to quote Yoda, you must unlearn what you have learned. Uh, you grow up with it to the point that it's knee-jerk instinct, even when you know better. So like I said, even folks who know better will fuck up. It's not an excuse, just recognising that so much of this shit is buried deep. And when an orgasm's on the line, well, you're invested in reading things in the way you hope it'll come out. Mm. The key for all this, uh, ultimately, is to aim for the root. Dealing with all of us who grew up with it is an uphill battle. It should be done, but it's going to be a long slog. Teaching the upcoming generations, on the other hand, cuts it off entirely. It treats a firebreak. Uh, which means that we have to stop assuming shit is inborn. Teaching boys to recognise and express their emotions helps recognise them in others too. Yes! Teaching how to recognise when someone actually wants something rather than when they're just going along to get along. Yes! Teaching empathy, teaching understanding other people's perspectives... Uh, teaching that it's okay to be unsure to, to need to ask for clarification to double check that you're reading things correctly and accepting basic things like hey people are sexual beings not men wanted women have to be convinced mm. so um, that because oh sorry are you done? no yeah you go ahead <laughs> okay, I was, yeah. was going to lead on to just it a couple no a couple things I wanted to say I know we're going over time but just a couple things um yeah, because, well, and once again, I'm going to talk not really about casual sex because personally I don't, I don't get it and I've never wanted it or understood it. But right. like once, once you have a woman who like loves you, she's going to want to have sex with you like as much as you want to have sex. Oh, yeah. Like it's not going to be an issue at yeah. all. But it's, I think, yeah, so that maybe that's just a knock on the casual sex culture in general. I, I don't know. Cause I really don't know how to navigate this without 
actually having like a relationship. Um, but the other thing is the asking for a consent thing. And I hate that that's portrayed as being unattractive because I think that asking for consent, if someone who I was super attracted to asked me for consent, I would find that all the more attractive because it's debonair, it's polite, it's gentlemanly. Yeah. I think it's very attractive. And if someone I wasn't into asked me for consent, I would appreciate it and respect them as a person. Yeah, and unfortunately, so I told you like uh, before that um, in my previous relationship, uh, I was told by my ex that uh, she thought it was uncool that the first night that we had sex, I asked her like three times, is she sure, is she, is she comfortable, etc. Um, and uh, she says, yeah, that was so uncool, like that wasn't sexy at all. And you kind of, like, couldn't understand this. And I was like, well, if you look at, you know, movies and all the kind of, like, you know, TV shows and everything else, you never see guys, like, saying, like, you know, like, hey, like, can I kiss you? Or if you do, they're kind of, like, laughed about to a certain extent. It's always the guys who just grab you and kiss you that's seen as cool and or sexy. Or they're, like, the best romantic heroes, all played by Colin Firth. Like, those guys <laughs> do not just grab you. Like, you know, and they're, and, like, a lot of women, like, love those types. This is true, but the, so... You're referring to the two times that he played Mr. Darcy. Right. Um, in Pride and Prejudice, that was an 1800s like story. It's not modern. But that is story. an iconic romantic character. Like, it is, a lot but of... you can, nobody even talks like that anymore. No yeah. one goes like, "Does Dallas want to?" It's a shame. Yeah, it's a I know, shame. I know. But and the other thing is like when he was in Bridget Jones's Diary, he was played opposite her other love interest, which is Hugh Grant. And Hugh Grant's character is what you taught is you what you are taught as a man is the sexier character. No, he, he's the guy like she can't resist him, even though he's a bit of an asshole. She can't help herself around him because he's so sexy. Mm. Colin Firth's character is not the sexy one. He's the one. I beg to differ. He's like the safe, nice option that she knows is sensible to settle down with. But she doesn't want to settle down with him. She wants to, like, you know, fuck Hugh Grant. And that's the problem. And so that's why guys are taught, like, you have to be, like, if you want to be the guy that girls want to fuck, you have to be, like, Hugh Grant. And let's remember, Hugh Grant's character is an asshole. Like, mm -hmm. that he's an asshole. But I think that shows just where the the weird way we teach boys how you're supposed to act yeah. around women. That's a really nice example in that movie of it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's you know, um, I this story, if nothing else, has, like, reminded me of, like, how shitty I was in the past. Yeah. And, like, you know, there, there, are, there are a number of women out there I owe apologies to. Aww. Uh, just... Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't want to do the, the text message thing now because it's been years later, and I'm, you know, I, I don't. I hope they don't care about me at all anymore. But it's that. And thing. I'm sure there are lots of guys who owe apologies to me too. So yeah, they can feel free to apologize. There you go. But it's it is a thing. It's 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 based out of ignorance, but it's based out of uh, a cockiness, and yeah. it's based out of. Uh, a really fucked up understanding but, of, of how those yeah. scenarios are supposed to but go. But one last thought about asking for consent. Like, yo, you want to know what's unattractive, yo? What's unattractive is grabbing your hand, like grabbing my hand and putting it like on your dick. What's yeah. unattractive is, I remember one guy that's once... That's really gross. Like, that's gross. Uh, what's unattractive is like his pantomiming escapades and like the, the claw. Like, that's unattractive. Yeah, the Saying, claw's like, gross. Saying like, can I, like, you know, asking for consent in a, in a like nice, polite, like, 
way while you're also showing your interest and enthusiasm is attractive. And I remember one guy when I was like 21 or 22 saying to me, not even a hand job. Yeah. That's not attractive at all. And when he said that, I was like, I am never seeing this guy again. Like even to you, like I've told you before, I feel uncomfortable with some of the ways that I was, because you know, it was four months before we had sex. Four and a half. Four and a half. That's not, (laughs) oh, and let me tell you, I was probably counting those halves back then. I I don't care anymore. But like it was four four and a half months. And you know, that's not a short period of time when you're dating somebody. Like we're seeing each other as much as we were seeing Mm, each other. mm -hmm. Um, And you know, I wanted to get down with you. And I was, (laughs) I was trying to find ways to get that to happen. Yeah. And like, I'm, you know, it's always made me a little bit uncomfortable thinking back of how much I've, you know, was essentially trying to pressure you uh, into doing that. And, Mm. you know, luckily you were very not I'm not gonna say stubborn because that's a negative connotation mm. but you were very confident and sure of yourself and yeah. when you wanted to do it yeah and I'm so I'm glad in hindsight I never got you the have sex I mean sooner than you wanted to yeah me too so I'm very happy about that but that wasn't for a lack of trying yeah <laughs> You know, and it's, yeah. it's, it's not good. Like, and you know, mm-hmm. and you don't even, but you, still weren't, but you, you brush that off now. Like, you know, I am brushing it off now because, because you were never awful to me about it though. And you were never like, yeah, I was I a bit, know. I was a whiny bitch though. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Do it. Yeah. I know you wanna. <laughs> like, I'll ask you. And yeah. you didn't. And that was the thing. I was I was convinced no, in my head I di- I that didn't. you wanted to do it. No. And you didn't at all. I really didn't at that time. Yeah. When I, it, I did it when I wanted to do it. Yeah. I was like, I was convinced in my head the whole time that like, he's like, oh, you want to do it, but you just think you shouldn't. Right. So I'm trying to convince you to just to not care about whether or not right. you shouldn't. And like, that is, that is the stupid belief that we have. Yeah. As, as stupid, stupid men. Um, and I can't, I can't iterate how fucking stupid we are enough. Uh, okay. So yeah, I think, yeah, we've talked about this probably enough. Um, I'm sure people at home are probably screaming at us for a number of reasons. And I would love to hear why, because I think this is, it's an important conversation to have. Yeah. And we're always, we're always learning, you know, we're always learning about this stuff. Cause here's the thing again, it's like, because so much of this stuff is about other people's you know feelings on it because so much of like you know sexual assault is about like individuals because again we were talking about this uh uh, before recording about you know because people are referring to this as a sexual assault and a sexual assault is a crime yeah um but would a jury convict aziz and zari of sexual assault no. on this crime no, I don't and so. and that's and that's the problem with this sort of thing is that it's in the people's individual feelings are different and so it's a really hard thing to gauge and so people need to think less about blanket statements of like you know well you know well she comes back to your apartment she wants to fuck it's like you can't you can't work with that thinking anymore no, like you, you really can't there are no rules you have yeah. to throw all rules of like you know what girls will want or what they'll do if they do this like yes. you can't all assumptions have to be thrown out right. the fucking window and, right and just pay attention to what's in front of you yeah, you know exactly 
exactly. And, and, you know, value yourself, Aziz. Like, some girl will be enthusiastic about wanting to fuck you. Some girl will. Value yourself, Aziz. Like, that's the thing. It's like, they don't, like, you, like you're not... He is, like, he was really desperate to try and get her to sleep with him. He like, was. the whole thing. Like, it was like, like you're, you're, you can, you, you, you're a famous celebrity. You're like, famous. You know, you can, you're short. You're not the best looking. But, like, you're, you're famous and, and funny. You like, don't have, you shouldn't be working you, this hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. He should wait. He should wait for someone who wants to do that with him. Uh, so that's it, folks. Um, we will leave it for that for this week. Uh, contact us uh, via Facebook uh, or Twitter. Um, you'll find us by our names. I'm Aaron Fever. I am Darcy Fever. Oh, I feel really bad that I made a knock on his height. I mean, lots of short guys are really attractive. I wasn't trying to imply that short guys are not attractive. I think it's pretty. But he's I, not the best looking guy in the world. I think it's. I think it's pretty common that uh, if you're shorter than a girl, you have to work harder. <laughs> I think every short guy knows this. I think every short guy knows this. If you're shorter than the girl, you're you're gonna have to work harder to for it to work out. Because, you know, it's it's unfortunate that girls, you know, value height so much. But, like, guys value fucking butts and boobs. So, yeah. like, get over it. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> and then, but, but my point was that, yeah, whoever you are, you know, find someone who really fucking wants to have sex with you. You yeah. can. Yeah. All right. Uh, what was our sign-off? Uh, we don't have one. We don't have one? All right. We tried... Fe- I'm going to try a new one this okay. time. All right. Okay. So <laughs> thanks for listening and fever me timbers. <laughs>